Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio podcast. I am Jen, GR mom, joined over distance by GR dad. Hi. How's it going, GR dad? Good. You, you should, we should just not say joined over distance and let people guess. Well, it's easy to guess because we're going to be joined over distance at least for another week after this, too. I don't get to come oh, home giving anymore. It all, how are people going to guess? I mean, that's not guessing if you tell them. God, it's so bad. <laughs> it's a guess. Huh. It, it's a guess, but you can't just tell them. Ugh. Interesting. Interesting. There's no fun in that. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Do you Jeez. want to start over? Should we start over? <laughs> yeah like we edit these things no it's fine <laughs> okay uh the cocktail of the week this week is candy cane infused malort and oh, oh man you guys is there oh, some man. drama oh my goodness okay step number one uh ingo did you get the candy canes that i put in the instacart today i did have you begun the candy cane malort infusion no Okay, so we're going to take like, they're the little candy canes, right? Yep. Like two or three little candy canes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two or three little ones and put them in like one of the small ball jars, the little glass jars in the cabinet, and then like fill it halfway with Malort. We don't want to like waste any Malort, but we do need to infuse it. Oh, you're going to do it right now. This is the people, the people can't see this, but I can do like a live action. Ingo has left his office. He's moving through the house. He's approaching... (laughs) I can't tell where you are. Oh, you've, he's got a bottle of Malort holding it up proudly in front of the camera for me. I'm very and pleased with myself with my Malort. Approaching the Location. kitchen. <laughs> a ball jar. We could do it in a cocktail glass. Uh, a ball jar is better. The jars are in the cabinet by the dog bowls. What? Remember we got those jars? Oh, one of these like Demerara sugar things. It's fine. Because that's, that's a quart and you need a pint. Actually, that's a pint and you need a half need pint. A... You need a little one. There's a whole oh. rack of them in next to the dog bowls. If you go in the pantry, all right, all right, you can all right. keep looking someplace else. But what you need, there's a whole rack of them in the pantry. This is terrible content. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to release the video. If I did this, if I did this on the podcast, you'd be like, yawn. Ingo, blah, Wait, you're literally boy. doing it on the podcast right now. Look at that half pint jar, that fresh half pint jar. Okay, uh, unscrew that lid right. and into it place three candy canes. You could even do four candy canes if you want to. Should I crush them or do they be taken out later, like not to be crushed? They will be taken out later. Um, you could break them into smaller pieces and it will I mean, increase they're faster. Small. They're smaller than I thought. Yes, because I, I got them so they would fit in that half pint jar that I had to get. Oh, I see. Um, so you're going to have to take them out of the little cellophane and put them in there. Um, oh, using Ow. the teeth. Did you just hurt your teeth trying to open those? You know, you can just push the end through and... What? Just... Ah, get out. <laughs> <laughs> New candy cane discoveries for Inko. You can just push them right through the little package. You can't eat one just because it v- fell down. It's not yours. Vink's in the kitchen. Vink's very hungry. We will continue to talk about that. Um, okay, so now you got to take three of those candy canes and put oh. them in the jar. Head down or head up? What do you think? Doesn't break them in half. Smush them. You, they want to be covered with malort because smush the them is, is your that I was thinking smush them. Oh, you got the scissors out. I mean, this is also yeah. I don't think you need to like bang on them with a hammer, but you could break them into more pieces because you know more surface area means faster infusion. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. All okay. Right. Now, now what? pour and cover. Cover with malort. 
fill the thing? I, I mean, just until the candy canes are covered. Like, I don't think we need to bring it all the way to the top. Half halfway. That'll give us a couple shots. That's great. Good. Screw that lid back on. <laughs> the fans of the pod cannot see you gesturing quite effectively at the release this. I want this to have commercial okay. value. Alright, I'm definitely going to release it. Yes, you might sure you put the the lid and then the ring on. You got to pick up that lid and put it on first. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. The ring was no good. Alright, here we go. Alright, tighten it down and then give it a good shake and then we're going to let that sit until I come home in two days and then we'll try it. Yeah, alright. Alright, All right, you guys, we're making good. Uh, Candy cane infused Malort. So let me tell you guys about why we're doing this. Yeah, I was so, going to say that the drink itself seems pretty straightforward, Jen. What's the big deal? So Malort say? has released they um, they release like special holiday versions of Malort, and um, they, for example, had a turkey flavored one for Thanksgiving, and they are releasing candy cane flavored Malort for Christmas. Candy cane infused Malort. So here's the problem. Malort puts up a post that's like, hey, candy cane Malort, how about that, you guys? And then this bar in Chicago, um, Nisi Lounge, puts up a post, quote tweeting them, and says, look, Malort, we've sat quietly while you built your brand this fall, copying our infusions and selling them as house bottles at CH at a filthy profit without crediting us. But this is fucking bullshit. Quit stealing our mixology ideas without attribution. So they're like, we did candy cane infused Malort first. Now, Nisi Lounge infuses all kinds of Malort. They have baseball infused Malort. There's like a big ass jar behind the bar full of baseballs and then oh covered God, in Malort. Really? Yes. Um, I think Dude. from the Cubs World Series run. It's Dude. like when they did it. Um <laughs> Malort's not good, right? I mean, I actually like it just fine, but yeah, uh, they infuse it with all kinds of crazy crap. It is a thing at the Nisi Lounge that they've got all kinds of Malort infusions. And so they're like, we came up with candy cane infused Malort. And for like a week, they've been providing the receipts going back in their Twitter feed back to 2016, uh, being like, look, here's where we had candy cane infused Malort. And at some point, Malort puts out a statement i'm just gonna have to like go read it all right so nisi lounge raises it raises this they're like this is fucking bullshit and then everybody's like yeah this is bullshit like you should at least give them credit and so then a couple days later malort puts out this statement and it says <clears throat> Our sincere apologies to all the bartenders, bars, and other good folks who are OG originators of infused Malort. In our rush to do good, we missed acknowledging those who came before us in the quest to make Malort worse. Our seasonal flavored Malort series has been a charitable fundraiser since day one with every penny of profit earmarked for charitable donations. Since starting on October 1st, more than $45,000 has been raised with more to come. Thank you you to all the Malort fans who made this possible and sorry again for failing to acknowledge anyone who has infused Malort before we did. Sincerely, Jepson's Malort. So Ingo, oh. what what was or was not present in that post? Uh, we're sorry or the name Nisei? Yeah, and everybody's That's like, oh, apologies, apologies for 
not crediting Nisi Lounge and continuing to not credit Nisi Lounge. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's like, a real drama there. Huh, we didn't credit some bartenders. Sorry about that. And it's like, are you gonna are you gonna credit the bartenders? No. The answer is no, they're not. Um so Nisi Lounge has just been on a fucking tear like every day, <laughs> sometimes multiple times, like posting harassing posts at Malort, um, being like, look, here's where we came up with it this time. Oh, here's another year that we had it. Here's other infusions that we had. Yeah, it'd be real nice if you'd like give us some credit for that. They like painted, like spray painted on a piece of plywood and put it out in front of their bar. Candy cane infused Malort invented here 2016. And it's like up on the front, like a ratchet ass spray painted sign. They're like, yes, we do our own sign work. So it's this great, great drama um, pitting this bar. And and look, I mean, is it the most creative idea to put candy canes in Malort? I totally believe that like two people could have come up with the idea simultaneously without stealing from each other. At the same time, like, what's it going to hurt Malort to be like candy cane infused Malort? Like, you know, it's true. Like they've had it at this bar since 2016. Like we came up with it independently, but good on them for making cool Malort, but new. Yeah, I think and there's a whole hi corporate history where. Move that mic closer to your mouth, Ingo. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's a whole corporate history there where this isn't like the original Jepson's company anymore. And this is a company that wasn't even in Chicago and they moved back to Chicago. Right. It's a whole thing. So anyway, there's an Eater article, um, yes, about this. So Chicago Eater has a whole thing. We'll link it in the, the show drama. notes. Yeah, major Malort drama. So we are inspired oh. by Nisi Lounge and doing our own candy cane infused Malort, which we will try next week. Man, Malort is getting a lot of airplay. Yep. There you go. It's time for Administrative Corner. Ooh, I love administrative corner. Excellent. Um, you can order books and calendars through the bio links if you want any of those things. I already have. <laughs> yes, you have. You don't have to order any more of them. Oh, you mean you in terms of the, yes, okay, everyone else. One Fun who is listening may order those things All if they would like them. All y'all can order books and calendars through the links. Um, yeah, the Vodzes continue to arrive. Uh, plushy Vodzes. Yep cause chaos um and then as i have mentioned in previous podcasts people now like to send me upsetting foods specifically ingo upsetting <laughs> foods normally candle foods and so um friend of the squad sarah sent me a vintage one today and it says you'll start a whole new holiday tradition and then it's got a truly disturbing picture what even is it it is well, let me just read you the ingredients. It says, so it says, you'll start a whole new holiday tradition. And then it's got this big giant, it's like a magazine, full page magazine ad, big giant picture that takes up like two thirds of the page. And underneath it says dot, 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 serve cranberry candles as your salad. Now this is a Hellman's mayonnaise ad. <laughs> so here are the ingredients to make these candles. And, and it looks like the way that these were made is that you took like a highball glass and you put these following ingredients into it and then you turned it upside down onto a plate with a bed of lettuce and then there's a wick in it that's on fire. So the ingredients to make the candle part, and, and this makes several candles, is 
<laughs> a one pound can of ocean spray whole cranberry sauce. That's the jiggly kind that goes okay. out of the can. Has the ridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got the ridges. So you need a one pound can of ocean spray cranberry sauce. A three ounce package of red, yellow, or orange fruit flavored gelatin. A true classic of 50s, 60s, and 70s style food. But it has to be fruit flavored. It can't even be flavored. Okay, fair enough. They don't want unflavored, so <laughs> I like that it could be sure. red flavored. Like whatever flavor you want. So you got yeah. cranberry sauce, you got fruity gelatin, a cup of boiling water that's for the gelatin, quarter teaspoon, oh, three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, one quarter. It's hard to see. A tablespoon of lemon juice. All right, so so far we've got Jello with cranberries, which like I'm not a Jello fan, but that's it's not too upsetting yet. Yep. And then now we get to upsetting half a cup of Hellman's mayonnaise, Eat what? an apple or an orange peeled and diced, and a quarter cup of walnuts. Wait, so, an apple or an orange? We don't care. Just put some fruits <laughs> in there along with your cran whatever. It's also like fruit flavored gelatin. They've prescribed more about the colors than the flavors. I know. Now it's got mayonnaise glopped in it, though. So you heat up your cranberry sauce and you strain out the cranberries. Because this is like, now, why they tell you to use whole cranberry sauce? We're going to strain out the cranberries? I don't know. Then you dissolve the gelatin (laughs) in the juice from the cranberries. You put in the salt and the lemon juice, and then you chill that until it's thickened enough to mound slightly when dropped from a spoon. (laughs) <laughs> Which, like, just picture that texture of jello. And then you're going to beat in the mayonnaise with a rotary beater till light and fluffy. Then you fold in the cranberries and the other fruits and the nuts. You divide them into six ounce fruit juice glasses and you chill for four hours. And then you slurp them out of the glasses. They call it unmolding, but it's where you go <laughs> out of the glasses. Okay, okay. Not with your mouth. Just, you just, yeah, you flip just shake them, them out. And okay. then it says garnish with real mayonnaise to taste. So I guess like schmear a little mayo on the top there, maybe. Wait, what? Ugh. Yeah. And then it says to flame, colon, cut thin birthday candles in half to shorten. Insert into the tops of cranberry candles and light. So you just basically jam a birthday candle in there and light it on fire. And then you get the cranberry candle, which is to be served as your salad course at your holiday meal and it says this is no place for second best this is the place for hellman's you've made does mayonnaise curdle i mean (laughs) it can't be good mixing mayonnaise with cranberry gloop it just sounds beat that mayo into the gelatin (laughs) it just sounds Plus, putting the birthday candle in there is cheating because the wax will burn, right? Yes. I, I think you're not supposed to let it burn for all that long. It just... And, and the thing Burning is, it doesn't mayonnaise look... mayonnaise sounds really bad. <laughs> like, if I could think of a bad smell, it might... I oh, think burning yeah. mayonnaise would be one of them. That's mm-hmm. gross. We Guys, do make... Not everything can be a candle. No, Jeez. this is really bad. Uh, we <laughs> do make homemade and by we i mean i make homemade garlic mayonnaise at home which is fucking delicious yeah but not on fire no i would never light that on fire and you don't put cranberry in it i mean this is not normal (laughs) don't try to don't try to normalize this what is the sandwich that i used to make with the blowtorch that i would use that cheese i would use the garlic mayo in that i wouldn't light that on fire 
what would I torch in that sandwich? That was a delicious sandwich that I, I mean, would torch. I mean, you did a, gr- a mean grilled cheese with the flame. You're just like, this panini press is too complicated. I'm just freaking <laughs> That's torching it. That's not true. Now. I don't think a panini press is at all complicated. Well, you were, you, but fly, fire is cooler. That I mean, you that's were, true. You were flaming grilled cheese sandwiches for a while, and they were delicious. Well, anyway. They may have been, you, you were flaming whatever. I mean, you just had blowtorch will travel. You were just okay. Like, I see your, your memory is blinded just by my blowtorch, which is reasonable. That's but we're not making awesome. progress on remembering the thing that I made. But that's okay. Yeah, I think in one, in one uh, kitchen cabinet, we have the blowtorch, and in the other one, we have the, the uh, fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> hey, I've never lit anything on fire that I didn't intend to. <laughs> that's a big qualifier at the end there all right all right fine fine <laughs> um it's time for dog updates yes it is well yes reluctantly i leave administrative corner but happily i leave the idea of burning mayonnaise <laughs> um so vink had her first chemo treatment this week um her lymph nodes are were even before the treatment shrunk back down to normal size and her blood work is all good. That's a result of the anti-cancer shot that she got when I took her to the vet last week. Um, so she was kind of in remission maybe, but you still have to do the chemo. So she had her first chemo infusion this week. Um, and you took her up to Miami along with feta cheese and I'll let you tell the story. Yeah. I mean, they were both, uh, pretty good little travelers. Vink gets this thing when when she realizes that one of us is going out to the car, she'll get all excited and want to go in the car. But she doesn't actually I, like riding in the car. She no, just wants she immediately to get in. regrets it and and is just like, oh, this actually sucks. She doesn't <laughs> lie down like she doesn't seem terribly comfortable. I mean, I put her in the way back, so she was kind of gone the whole trip. So <laughs> uh, I brought Feta for for what the heck? Moral support moral support and since i was going to be gone for seven or eight hours i i was like you know feta you can come with me you know you're little uh and feta is a great little traveler she's it's just so much easier having those two than remy because remy if you crinkle a thing in the front seat remy's head comes like snaking over your shoulder and is like are we (laughs) are we we eating something what can we eat I, i want something to eat so it you know with feta if i like eat an apple she's she doesn't even it doesn't trigger anything for her yet or yeah. you know if i'm whatever eating chips in the front seat which i or not or combos even she's happy to eat some but she doesn't come you know leaping over the seat uh and so it was a, it was a, a a fine drive we got there at like 2 30 um very familiar place it's the same place that remy has been going to for a year and same a half doctor now. also the same doctor although i never saw the doctor Venk gets taken back Examinize the doctor called you because that's the number they have. And then, uh, you know, I was walking Feta at the time. I took Feta to the dog park. There's a little dog park there, like Astro right next Turf, to it. tennis balls f- lying around, good quality tennis balls. She had the whole place uh, to herself. Yeah, it was great. It was it was fun. She was she was nervous at first, but then she got she got more and more confident, which is great. I want. Yep. I want her to to learn to be confident. Um, yeah, and I think Venk did well. I think I think she tested well. Like her blood values were okay going in. Yeah, uh, before and, they yeah. give the chemo, they do like a whole set of blood work to make sure like 
all the levels are at the place that they can be so that they can give them chemo. And that's when the vet called to be like, Hey, all the blood values look good. So we're going to go ahead and do it. Um, and then that's it. Then they give her back to you. They, you know, they do the, in, this week is an influ- infusion. I think next week may be pill based because you change drugs every week. Um, yeah. but yeah. And I'm, I'm learning a lot, right? Like, I mean, I know we have friends of the squad who've, who've had experience with chemo. Um, but I have, I had never had any experience with it. And I was talking to our vet about it and she's like, it is, those chemicals are so nasty. She said, some of them you have to, you have to wear like, you know, full protective gear. You always have to wear gloves. Some of them you're not allowed to breathe in. Some of them are radioactive. Uh, you know, you can't just throw them away. You, you can't just store them in the fridge. The whole thing is, it's so fraught. Oh, we got a note saying for 72 hours after the treatment, Venk's poop might be poisonous. And her pee. And her pee. So it's just like, wow. I mean, it, ha- I, it hasn't glowed in the dark. I'm a little disappointed, but, our, uh, but it's typical, almost like that. Yeah, our typical yard pickup strategy is like one or two passes through a day. As opposed to like when everybody goes out, like trying to keep track of who's doing what, where we just like make full passes through the yard a couple times a day. But that strategy has had to change now that there's like poison in Vink's poop, just in case somebody we don't really have a lot of poop eaters, but occasionally nah. it'll happen. Remy, occasionally I've caught him eating poop. And so Remy's we want to make a weird sure weird little dude. Yes, yeah, he is. So we got to <laughs> do instant pickup for Vink now. Yep. Yep, but it would be cooler if it glowed in the dark, and then it'd also be easier to pick up. But but no, Both of alas, but alas, it's not. Yeah, so but it's nasty. I mean, the 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 chemo stuff is, um, you know, it's it kills cancer cells, you know, so it's got to be really nasty. So yeah. I'm I'm learning a lot, and I don't like it, but um, you know, she seemed to have tolerated it well. She was good on the drive home. She you know she's a little. She seems a little bit more spent today, like a little more, more listless. This is the day after uh, driving up and back. And so maybe for the next couple of days, she'll be a, bit, a little beat down. But, you know, she still bounces for dinner. She's still eating and doing all the things that, that you know, check the boxes. She's still, she was playing with Feta a little bit, but I think it was more because Feta couldn't, wouldn't get out of her face <laughs> rather than her seeking out Feta. Yeah. Uh, and she's kind of hungrier than normal, but that's probably, I was, I actually asked the vet about it. I mean, we were expecting it cause she's on prednisone, which makes you very hungry and thirsty. And, uh, but she's getting tapered off the prednisone, right? It's like a month that's, she's been on the highest dose and it's tapering down. So yep. hopefully her intense hunger will go away. But I was like, you know, do we need to be aware of her weight? Like, I don't want her to be hungry, right? Can we just like feed her a little extra? And she's like, sure. She's like, you might also try adding in some carrots or green beans. And, you know, that could help. And I was like, hmm, carrots and green beans. Interesting. Never what thought about I, that. What a, <laughs> what a, what a breakthrough. Uh, I was I was like, oh, wow. okay, good. Carrots. Got it. I should have said, what I, sh- what I should have said is, I guess you don't follow us on the, on the internet. <laughs> um but she's doing okay and so hopefully like the hunger whining that she's doing we are giving her more food but hopefully that will also decrease as her prednisone decreases yeah she walks into the kitchen and just kind of looks around like she's in pain and she goes like, mouth 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 i think it's fine yeah which 
Occasionally she used to do when we left the tree jar open because she could smell it, but now she does it kind of unprovoked. She's definitely the best smeller of the squad. She, she's a good smelling dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other dog updates you want to add? Uh, Feta is still doing well. Growing. Her head is too small for her body. Her, her body has now outpaced her head. That's absolutely true. She's got a bit of a funnel going where the butt is the biggest part of her. Um, but she's she's learning, you know, she's very ball-focused like Guac. Like but she does like to play more. Guac doesn't like to engage with anybody, but Feta That's does. True. But Feta also likes to scramble after the ball like Guac. So mm -hmm. she's got both going. Yep. But she and Remy have a real good thing going. Remy, Remy's really into it. When, when Remy gets rambunctious, he loves playing with Feta. Yep. Guac's good. Um, Brody's good. No escapos in the last week. I think we've we've figured out when when uh, Feta starts getting bored and wandering, and we can kind of shut it down. So knock on wood. Yep. Uh, okay, we're done with dog steak, updates. Steak neighbor's not there, so yep. You're just easier. saying things that aren't happening now. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, great. It's time for rambling. Why don't you talk, talk more about mason jars? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, this is an article that I came across with the headline. It actually was a news report. I have the transcript of it. And the headline is Canine Bites Cow, Deputy Tases Canine, Cow Kicks Deputy. <laughs> okay. So this actually happened. I snoped it. It happened. Oh my God. It's the circle of life, Jen. So this is kind of the transcript from the news report. A strange moment in Georgetown. A deputy was hurt when his canine attacked a cow. According to the sheriff's office, the deputy was spotting reports of a burglary. While on the scene, a cow distracted the dog, which then led to the dog biting the cow. The deputy tased his canine to get him to let go of the cow. Oh and during God. that time, the cow then struck the deputy and the property owners. Everyone is expected to be okay. Become ungovernable. Investigators say there was actually no burglary happening either. <laughs> there you go. Everyone just settle down. <laughs> I so can't I believe he tased his own dog. I guess what the, the dog's like latched uh, onto the cow, hurting the cow that wasn't doing a damn thing. You got to get the clearly, dog to go. There's a real breakdown here in, in that relationship. <laughs> that dog's never going to like that guy again. No. Nah. I mean, maybe maybe he shouldn't if he's tasing dogs. Yeah. Come on. All right. It's time for Taste of the Keys. Okay. Um, I guess the big story from the Keys this week, which is not really a funny story, is that um, we lost our power for a little bit a couple no, days dramatic. ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't notice it because it happened like kind of small hours of the morning. But, uh, you know, I, we woke up and saw that the power had gone out. And so... It turns out that there was a crash at mile marker 21. So just a few miles up the road from us, um, they're like doing construction. So there's these like Jersey barriers that like divert traffic um, kind of out of the main lane and into like the center turn lane. And then, you know, one lane shifts over. So it's, you know, you got to slow down to go through it. And as we've mentioned, it's extremely dark here at night. Like there's no, basically no streetlights in the keys, at least in the lower keys. Um, the road is not illuminated. So if you're driving down here at night, you're just like your headlights in a road and then like the ocean on either side. There's yeah, like no a, light anywhere. 
puddle of light and then real dark. Yeah. And so they've got these Jersey barriers that are kind of up in the middle of the travel lane and they were not illuminated. They didn't have any lights on them and a semi crashed into them. The guy died, which was terrible, but there was a big fire and, uh, and it took out the power lines. And so everybody south of there lost their power for an hour or so. Yeah. I was, I was awake because Feta had, you know, sometimes I get this little head right by my face. She's like, <laughs> take me out, take me out. Um, and I noticed the power go out mm. and then I was like, well, time to go back to bed. Yep. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. I hope, uh, <laughs> hope it's not too hot outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and I know and they're very good at re- restoring power, even, even under these, like that thing exploded and was burning for a while. Yeah. It was a big fiery crash, as they say. Keys Energy is a great energy. They company. do a really good job. I got to say. Did I tell you I met them once? I was like giving a talk to a public power association. I've done a bunch of talks for like public power associations. I was in Austin and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I live in the Keys. And then this group of like four people in the back were like, woo. And I was like, oh my God, is it Keys Energy? I love you guys. And they're like, yay. So we had a little like love fest. I'm like, you guys are the best. They are. I mean, they've got the hardened masts and they've, they, 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 you know, do repairs from helicopters. And I mean, they're, they're pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. I got to say among the power company nerds, I'm sure they're, they're the cool guys at the party. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's time for German word of the week. All right. It's a, another insult. Okay. Teletubby zurückwinker. <laughs> All right. Teletubby. Uh, say the last part. Zurück. Zurückwinker. Vinka. Oh, oh, a person who waves back at the Teletubbies. Yeah. Teletubbies wave at you and they wave back. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of myself with that it's one. So, I mean, it's it's not, you know, terribly offensive, but it would be kind of a dumb person to be like, hey, you're there. <laughs> right? Bobo or whatever their names are. Poe. Do they have names? God, I didn't even know. Oh, that. they definitely have names and they have little characteristics. There's, oh, I just know they're colored different. Winky and Poe and Lala and I don't know, Boinky. Huh. Boinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm, I'm getting way out of my comfort zone here, but but you know we watched it a little bit when my daughter was little. It was I found it kind of disturbing and dystopian. Yeah, <laughs> they drink like they eat like there's like this thing that extrudes goo which is what they eat oh no and it's like pink it's very soylent pink kind of thing that's like i know the whole thing is very bizarre they're clearly aliens and they're probably evil (laughs) (laughs) or the whole thing's a drug-induced hallucination well yeah always an explanation that was being floated man but kids kind of love it because it's predictable and bright and kind of slow huh and yes they wave <laughs> and then you're not supposed to wave back i guess i it just doesn't it's like the people who applauded a movie it just doesn't really do much yeah <laughs> indeed yeah. okay uh it's time for ingo corner where you can say whatever you want and i won't stop you you know what's happening what we're getting christmas cards in the p.o box and i'm very excited these are paper christmas cards and i love paper communication yes you do so things are great it's gonna get like like the trips to the ups store are gonna get more and more exciting it's 
Excellent. I'm very Just happy for you. Excellent. So I hope everyone's holiday season is starting out well because mine's starting out excellent. Ingo does get legit excited when there's stuff in the P.O. box. Oh, it's it's like Christmas <laughs> the whole year. <laughs> but also at Christmas, it's like Christmas. <laughs> it's like extra like Christmas at Christmas. We oh, get a lot of mail. special Christmas. No kidding. <laughs> I love getting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, good. Thanks, everyone. It's appreciated. Anything else you want to add in your corner? No, I don't. Th I thought that was pretty good. That was great. Okay, so we're done. Thanks what everybody. Do you want from me? Thanks everybody so <laughs> much for listening. Um, and until next time, Salava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. I'm so much more brave when you're like, you know, a thousand miles away. Yes, you are. You're <laughs> much better behave. Bye. Bye. <laughs>